podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. This is Coombe Cassis for IFL TV in association with MTK Global. You've got like a new hairstyle. <laughs> well, basically, what I cut, I cut my, I cut my own hair. I had my hair up in, um, I put my hair up in like bands on a weekend. Me, you know, when I'm just when I'm on my own. It was weekends, obviously. I don't see anyone really on a weekend. Not really. Only a few people. So I put my hair up. I put my hair up like that. And I thought I needed an haircut. So I thought, cause my hair's up. I thought I'll just cut round. I'll just cut round where the hair is, and it just it created a bowl like scenario, and um, that's the different. That's the that's why the hair looks different. Thanks for that explanation. But yeah, you've got, apparently you got you got to layer it. You got to go up in layers. When I just shave it completely off, just just in a circle. Yeah. Well, you live and learn. All right. Cheers, mate. Thanks for that. Yeah, that's good. That. That's a good explanation. <laughs> Uh, what's been happening? Obviously, you're busy training your uh, your squad, and you've got a well, few more fighters now. I can only train an handful, obviously, um, with the lockdown rules. I'm going to train the professionals, uh, but yeah, I've, I've been training a few of them. I managed the license. I'm still waiting for it to come. I run Robert Smith the other day. I got so impatient. I have a between twenty five and thirty people say, "Look, I want you to manage me," and I said. Are you sure? <laughs> and they were like, "Yeah." I said, "All right, sound." I said, "I said, all right." I said, uh, "So anyway, when when all these people kept messaging me and ringing me, I thought, all right, I need to ring the board because obviously we're locked down now. They can't have a meeting. You've got to have a board meeting to get your your license." So anyway, I ring the office up and this woman's talking to me. I said, "Look," I said, "Is Rob Smith there?" <laughs> and she's like, "Yeah." I said, "Put him on the phone, please." So anyway, Rob gets on the phone. He said, "Oh, look, they we're, we're busy. Obviously, everything's going off." Uh, so it's like just a. Uh, We'll get you in as soon as possible, but but yeah, I'm managing a few fighters already. But I need this license to be their actual manager at the minute. It's like let's get it sorted before March. You know what I mean? But I'll ring Rob Smith tomorrow as well. Monday against tomorrow, new week, so new news for me. Hopefully, <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it anyway. Are you just going to pester him until you get or well, hear what you want to hear? Well, it worked with Eddie and I was fighting, didn't it? <laughs> so you never know. But but no, it's just like I. With the management and that, it's like I look at it and I think some managers take anywhere from ten to twenty-five percent, and I think that's crazy. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it for free. So, and I want to do that. I'm not gonna manage everyone. I'm gonna manage my mates. And I'll see my mates. And I think, what do you mean he's taking that off you? And so what are you doing? You know, but all the ones that they're not with anyone, come work with me, son. I'll look after you, and I will because I've been in boxing. I won't say I've been ripped off, but I've had a for a few scenarios where I thought don't like that you know and I always said when I finish yeah I'm going to make boxing a better place and I will only for an handful of people obviously but I will so there we go I want to be a trainer a manager and obviously when things get back to normal I'll have a normal do a normal job as well so that's take money for doing that because that's my enjoyment what if um, Danny Morrell was to fight Lomachenko and was getting paid like three million dollars well, I said to him, anything over a certain amount, I'll take 5%. 5% is still less than any manager yeah, in the boxing. Yeah. So anything over a certain amount. And that certain amount 
a lot of them will never make that in the career because I've got a box. I know what they make. They never make anything more than that. And I said to the ones that are training money, like they're my friends. I said, I'm not taking money off you. I've done my boxing. I've made my money. You're boxing. You're doing all the hard work. You know, if you make a certain amount, I'll have done a bit of work as well. I'll take five percent of it. Until then, just just do your thing. This is this is then. It's all about them. Like Danny Morell, that's why I sent him. A big part of the reason why I sent him to Dom, as well as Dom being, I think, one of the best trainers in the world, was like, look. You're not Dave Holland's mate anymore. Go and be Danny Morrell. Do you know what I mean? I still speak every day, but it's like, Danny, go, you're your own man now. I want, I want him to be Danny Morrell, not, not Dave Holland's mate for the next 10 years. Is uh, Danny Morrell against Lomachenko in the works? Well, at the minute, we're trying to get him out. I messaged Eddie about four times. Not here back from him. I've got a new phone, so I lost his number. I can't even ring him anymore. But, but, uh, but no, we're just, we're just trying to get him to box. We're trying to get him a fight anywhere, really. He's, his weight's come down a lot. He's training really hard. It's... It's hard. I'm co-managing him with MTK, and it's, it's, it's difficult times. Not many shows, so just gotta. I'm just gonna keep pestering everybody, you know. So yeah, that's all we can do. Are you missing not being involved, kind of in a fighting capacity? What with him? No, yourself now. Are you? I'm oh, you. Uh, yeah, obviously, yeah, a little bit, obviously, yeah. You know, I do. I miss. I miss. Um, I miss fighting. I miss sparring. Um. I miss the camaraderie and the crack of when you've got a fight. You know, like, if I was fighting Alan Babbage, I know for eight weeks before, it'd be non-stop, like, what's he saying now? What am I saying? Like, no, there's no... I was never a nasty fella anyway. I was never nasty to anyone, but I, I enjoyed that. And I do miss that. I miss the feeling of having a fight coming up, having a bit of a dig at somebody in a nice, jokey way. But really, there's a bit of, there's a bit of like, a bit of devil in there. But So, yeah, of course, I miss it. But I made a choice to retire and... And that and that was that. It was a good. I think it was a good choice. And I've never been happier since I stopped boxing. You know, I've never been happier than I've been the last two or three months. So I'm really happy with my decision, and and I, and I stand by it until someone comes along with a load of money and I have to go. You know, well, I'll, I'll come back out of retirement. But that is, that is the truth of it. Like a massive amount of money and a big fight. Of course, I come out of retirement. Of course, I will. I'm 28 years old. But apart from that, I'm really happy. Not I'm really happy not boxing. So yeah, but I don't go. think. Obviously, you've, even though you haven't been kind of under a contract with with Eddie Hearn, but yeah. I think obviously the majority of your career you have boxed on obviously the Metrum cards. But I think Eddie Hearn's not going to come to you with something, is he? He knows like the situation where you announced your retirement, kind of where your head was. Yeah. So he's not going to come to you and say, "Oh, Dave, I've got this for you." So if that stays kind of dormant then yeah. which is the right thing for you isn't it yeah yeah if, if no one if anyone if someone contacts me with a big fight for big money I was offered a, an exhibition in Africa for 40,000 pounds right yeah I talk about it now because it, it came to nothing in the end anyway but it was like you can fight this you can fight this journey in Africa for 40 grand and I went yeah of course I will yeah so it's sound uh, and then obviously it went to nothing in the end but do you know, stuff like that, absolutely. What? I get my head caved, I get my head caved in for 400 grand, but I'll for 40 grand, and I'll fight someone that can't hit me back, absolutely. What, what was it? Was he a professional fighter? Yeah, he was 15 and 5, five knockout defeats. I watched him, he was pretty poor, and I thought, for that money, yeah, I'll do it, you know. I won't fight anyone good for that money, but I'll fight someone who can't fight for that money. What? Basically saying, basically we'll pay 40 grand to have an eight-hour flight. <laughs> that, that was the... Yeah, but what was the point from their side to for you to do that with just whoever this was? They they was telling me I'm a massive name and all this. And it'd be great for the show and great publicity and get a lot of interest back home. 
So I've had, I've had people from all over the world say, would you fight in this country or this country? Would you come over and fight here and there? And I'm like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? One of them, like, the first thing I ask is not how much money I say, who will I be boxing? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, against who? I don't care about the money. It's like, who will I be boxing? So I box every week if I could fight a four-rounder against someone who can't fight. Absolutely, but, you know, I, <laughs> I'm many miles left on the clock and that's why I stopped. Mm. Well, like I said, I think for you, you made the, the right choice uh, at that time and for the foreseeable future, you should just be content with what you have and... Yeah, I've never been happier. Never, never been happier. And the training and the managing, really enjoying all that. Um, and when all this, all this uh, COVID stuff, you know, whether the vaccine comes in or, or whenever we're allowed all that back out to play again nicely together, hopefully, you know, I can get a job somewhere and it, remaining in boxing and and I can have a great next 30, 40 years, however long I live. So that's the plan. Have you had any contact with... Um... Chris Lovejoy. Uh, yeah, well, I texted him last week. He, he kept putting Instagram stories on saying that he retired me. So I said, Chris, something's the effect. I said, Chris, you actually, I told you, I, fu- I said to him, I said, anyway, so I said to him, basically, I said, listen, you had your chance. And I told, I said to you, I said, don't be talking shit about me. I said, because if you ever get a big fight in England again, you'll never come back over. I said, you come back over and I'll come and find you and I'll punch you. And he sent me about eight replies saying, Dave, I'm really sorry. They're all winding me up. He's like a child. He's such a child. He's a ch- oh god. But that's the thing. Like, I was offered the Chris Lovejoy fight. I was offered an X amount of money. He pulls out all that hoopla, and then I get offered a fight for ten times less money on the on the same day, two, uh, 24 hours later, and it's all a load of bollocks. Do you, what What do you think would have happened had you had that fight with Lovejoy on that card? What do you think your situation would be now? You can't really say, can you? Well, I think I'd have knocked him out in a round because he's a very poor fighter, which he is. I'd have knocked him out in the first round. Well, I look at it now and I think, you know what, maybe it serves me right for, for trying to box him anyway because he's a fraud. And, you know, me trying to box him really was, was I wouldn't say that's a cowardice, it was me trying to be smart and trying to trying to get his ranking an easy win. There's nothing wrong with that, but maybe it, maybe it backfired on me. But I would probably, I'd have beat him for definite. And then, I don't know really, where where'd you go from there? I'd have got a big fight with somebody. And if I'd have trained hard, I might have had a little chance. If I wanted to do I'd have got a fucking absolutely banjo. But well, there we go. So, I mean, obviously, I wish it would have happened. I've got a lot of money, a lot of money again, but it didn't happen. And, and here we are. So, life is what it is. I, I can't, you know what? When I was younger, I used to moan about everything, but now I look and I think been, I've been dealt a fucking fantastic card. So, I'm not going to sit here and, and moan about this little joy. But he's, he's not even a bad fella. He's harmless. He's just, he's just, he's what he is. What about if you got offered a ridiculous amount of money to fight Jake Paul? Absolutely, yeah. Told you. I'll fight anyone that can't fight. I told you that. You know, Jake Paul, Logan Paul, any of them lot. I know I, I admire them for what they're doing. They're very smart people. They're making a lot of money, you know, doing what they're doing. But if you want me to find any of them YouTubers, fight a footballer, a rugby player, I'm up for all of them. <laughs> any of them. Because I'll beat them. But, uh, you know, when, when, we're, when we're looking somewhere around the top 100 in the world upwards, we need that Dubois money, you know what I mean? <laughs> Not coming back for anything less. Um, did you catch any of the highlights from the UFC or did you watch the UFC last night with McGregor and his loss? I can't, I can't set up anymore too late, but I watched the highlights and that. And it's people have gone about McGregor, but the, the fellow he fought, I can't pronounce his name, but the fellow he fought, like Dustin, Dustin Poirier, 
he's he's one of the best fighters in the world and McGregor's had a lot of time out. He's not really been active with the with the with the old case fighting stuff and he's a busy man and lots of changes in his life the last few years and it's very difficult for him and he's had no link he's had a minute in a minute in the last year and however many minutes in the last eighteen months, two years and it's difficult. You can't come back in against the number one man like that and one of the number one men and expect and expect to beat him. So I know nothing about UFC. But I do know in in the in the fighting world you cannot have lots of time out and expect to come back and be as good as you were before before you had that time out. So I think he'll come back. I think he might have a win or two and and probably beat him in the third one. Yeah, I think that's uh, the reasons why McGregor outlined his defeat last night was, well, partly due to his uh, inactivity. Yeah, I would say the same. He had 24 hours ago, I probably said McGregor will win. So, you know, it's easy saying, it's easy saying it now, but there we go. Like I said, I know nothing about the UFC. I just, McGregor fan as, as most are, so... Yeah, it, it was what it was. I'm not going to lose any sleep over it, but there we go. Do you know what? Despite him losing, and I'm not listening, I ain't a massive UFC fan. I'll tune in to when guys like McGregor fight, etc. But regardless of whether he lost yesterday, if he's to fight like next time against whoever, people would still tune in to watch him. He's got established that name that's uh, so huge in, in combat sport as well as the but, UFC. But for me, he's made the trilogy with. with Dustin, I'm gonna call him Dustin. Dustin is big, is massive. The Logan Paul fight becomes a little bit more interesting because people are like, "Well, he got knocked out. He's on the Jake slide." Paul. Well, whatever he's called. What did I call him? What did I call Logan him? Paul? Logan Paul was the one that was meant to be fighting. Oh, that's off because no interest. But anyway, but the only fight that I think it's hurt the Pacquiao McGregor fight now is completely dead. If he wasn't already. You, know, you can't get knocked out by punches in a in a UFC fight and then fight one of the best fighters of all time. It just, it just will not sell. So I don't think I don't. It's not hurt his brand because he's a, he's a mega superstar. Whatever happens, the same way when Anthony Joshua lost to Ruiz, I don't think it hurt him too much. You know, the same way lots of other amazing great fighters have lost. They don't hurt the brand and as big as they are. So he, he he'll go on. You know, and I'm a big McGregor fan. I just like him. He's just. He's got that. He's got something about him, hasn't he? Obviously, that's why he's what he is. Well, so you wouldn't have now, and have no interest in Pacquiao McGregor. Well, I had fucking zero to start with. <laughs> We've gone from fucking zero to, to to minus numbers. So yeah, but uh, I um yeah, I, I I mean, if it was on, I'd watch it the next day on YouTube. But I'm not staying up or paying for it. Um, boxing hopefully should resume uh, yeah. next month. Yeah, Matchroom have announced um, a string of shows leading up to April the 10th and the Serenity K shows are happening in Dubai. Frank Warren's announced Carl Frampton's fight with Herring. So boxing is slowly going to creep back into our lives very shortly. Yeah, it's coming back. I think the Matchroom shows that were announced, I thought they looked good. You know, my, my personal highlights was um, I really like Bill and Smith and Juma. I think that's a great fight. Yeah, I like the fight Reese Mould, who was boxed from my amateur club, same amateur club as me. He's fighting Lee Wood. I think that's a great fight. Um, obviously, they're the only two fights I can think of right now. Um, but uh, Coley Glavaki is a great fight. Kelly Avenisian, White Pavetkin. Yeah, Kelly Avenisian is a great fight. White Pavetkin. I'm really looking forward to 
the fella I'm managing, Danny Whitaker, I think he's going to fight uh, the kid making his debut on March 20th, Solomon. Dakers. Yeah, Dakers, yeah. I think he's going to be fighting him. So, you know, as his manager, I'll probably be in the bubble. So that's that's awesome. that's exciting Ooh, stuff for us all. That'll be exciting. Obviously, you, Hammerstein, Barker will have a great time. So, obviously, Danny's boxing as well. That'll be great. But also, we'll be in the bubble together. It'll be amazing. But, so, yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah, some good fights. The MTK stuff, I've, I've, seen, I've seen a few fights got announced. Obviously, I'm a big Frampton fan. I hope he beats Herring. Uh, but, yeah, you know. I don't really concentrate on the big shows in a minute because I've got I've got my lot. I just I just watch Journeyman over four rounds losing just to see who my lot can beat. So uh, that's, that's about it. You know, I'm just on on the job constant. So yeah, it's good. So what's your plans for the week then, Dave? What what have you got planned in lockdown this week? Well, I've come back. Uh, I've come back to one of my properties. I love saying that. I've come back to one of my properties, and this property uh, is the gym currently. Um, basically, I made the living room the gym. Um, so when it's not the gym, I lay a mattress down. I lay on that. I sleep on that. And then when the ones that are allowed to train come through, I take the mattress out, put it in the hallway, and the living room transfers into the gym. Um, so I'll be training uh, them twice a day, every day. I build the phone every day to everyone. There's nothing. I don't really say anything. But I'm just like, what are you saying? What's what's new? What's going on? Ring. Uh, Ring Rob Smith tomorrow. Uh, probably wouldn't see me now at the front door for a bit. Same with Grandad. Uh, that's about it, mate. You know, it don't get any more exciting at the minute. But that's life, and I'm just we're just we're just trying to work away. We're just trying to just trying to do as much as possible uh, in the with, with what with what we've got at the minute. So it's good. What are you doing? Nothing. No. A few, few interviews on Zoom and uh, waiting for my child to arrive. Aside from that, how long we got? About three weeks. Three weeks, yeah. Yeah. So that's about it. And then obviously just waiting for, for waiting for boxing to commence next month. So it's been... February thirteenth. Is it? Is it a Wembley Arena again? Is it the same setup or? Don't know yet. Don't know oh, where no. they're going with it. Whether it's Wembley or they're going to go somewhere else. They haven't announced that. Have they made, do you think they made a decision though, or, or not? Or do you not know? Uh, I don't think so. Not yet. I think they're still no. contemplating. I think we might hear something this week. I thought the, Wem- the Wembley Arena was a great setup. I thought. Mm, so did I. Enjoyed it. it was nice, wasn't it? I enjoyed that a lot. I hope so. I, well, I hope it goes back to Wembley because, yeah, like you said, it was. Uh, everything. It's easier, isn't it? Everyone knows where it is. Everyone knows everything, don't they? Yeah, I'd agree with that. All right, Dave, have you got anything else you'd like to add or say before we leave? Just want to say a big thank you to um, to everyone for everything, you know. Since I retired now, like, obviously, um, you know, my old sponsors, Senior Service and Flooring, you know, Core, know all of them, you know. And also, um, they're, they're still helping out with what I'm doing now with the other lads, you know, because it's not cheap, you know, training these, it's hard work, but, so they're still helping now, you know. Seems to resin flooring, the best resin flooring in Yorkshire, if not the world. You know, Lynx Cabins as well, you know. So, you've got to get them in there. <laughs> you've got to mention them all, haven't you? Absolutely. And Ramsden's in Whitby as well. You sell watches. Anyone else that wants to get involved, let me know. Because you could have a great shout-out like this on IFL. 
Got to mention the sponsors. You got to because if without them, you know, half the lads won't be able to box. And you know, Danny Morrell, Jesus Christ, I wish I had sponsors for him when they were boxing because that were that were really expensive. He needs to win a world title just to pay me back. You know, so <laughs> it's good. So thanks to them, yeah. All right. Well, Dave, thank you very much uh, for your time as always, and then yeah, we'll catch up in however long just to see what you're doing in the living room with your mattresses, etc. Thank you very much. So, so good enough. Okay, this is uh, Kung Cassis with Dave Allen for IFL TV. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Podcast Network.